everyone, and welcome to another episode of Travel with KMD, a podcast where we help you plan your Disney and Universal vacation. My name is Crystal. And I'm Drew. And today is episode 19, and I know last week we ran a little bit longer than what normal. Um, This week's going to be a little shorter. This week we're going to talk about kind of like a sample week that you could really go through with things. Um, It's a question we get asked a lot, like, hey, I have a week vacation. I want to do Disney. What do I do? I want to do Universal. Can I do it? Here's something to preface all of this. Understand, you won't do everything. Um, you're not, you're not going to get through everything. It's really not possible in a week. It's really going to be managing what you want to do. Um, the kind of the sample itinerary and sample things that we talk about on here. Um, please keep in mind that this is going to vary greatly depending on who you have with you. If you have infants with you, you know, your time's going to be varied because you're probably going to have to go back for naps and things like that. Your budget is really going to vary on there and whether you're driving down or whether you're flying, um, especially depending on how close you are, that can, you know, kind of take a, a toll into that as well. Um, so really one thing, let's just say you have a week, we're going to go from Saturday to the following Sunday is where we're going to hit this, you know, kind of getting that full enclosure of the, you know, week that you just took off of work. Um, so really let's take into account if you're flying down there, we recommend flying into MCO. Yes. Um, I do not be fooled by the quote air quote orlando sanford airport you're in sanford you're an hour to an hour and a half away excruciatingly high toll costs do not fly into orlando sanford airport and i know i've seen a few people that have posted in some groups that they're like hey we're just flying into sanford because we saved a hundred dollars on our tickets hundred dollars total on their tickets they saved by flying into sanford yeah well by the time that they pay an uber to get to the parks and one to get back they've obliterated their savings yeah. or if you rent a car and you're like you Gas prices plus tolls, you there's no saving. You're not saving money, period. Right. You know, so really for us, MCL being closer, um, especially if you're renting a stroller, you can pick one up straight from yep. MCL as well. There's a lot more transportation options that are available to you from MCO to either Universal or to Disney World, which makes it a lot easier. So if you're flying in, we recommend MCO. Absolutely. I also do recommend doing an morning or an early afternoon arrival time there for your first day you usually can't check into your hotel until you know three o'clock or so but you can leave your luggage at both disney and universal they will hold on to your luggage for you so you can go explore because quite frankly they want you to yeah um so you can easily do that disney does have now where you can check in and have like virtual keys to your room and they'll just text you on you know or message you on the app when your room's ready and you can go straight to your room um, especially if, I mean, if you drove down or have a rental car, you can just leave your luggage in your car. That's not a big deal. Right. Um, so we really do recommend that. The first day is really great. To settle into your room. Go check out Disney Springs or City Walk. Um, have an easy meal at your hotel or whatever. If you get in in the morning and just want to spend the afternoon in the pool that's there. Yeah. That's a really great, you know, kind of way to ease into your vacation. Travel days are always hectic yeah. anyway. So being able to kind of take it easy for that night and settle into everything and, you know, shut down a little earlier in the evening to really hit your first full day is really good. Yeah. Or, you know, go resort hopping or whatever. Go check out some of the different resorts. Go to Boardwalk. Walk around the Boardwalk and check things out. Yeah, absolutely. Like Crystal said, Disney Springs, go to City Walk, whatever. But, I mean, yeah, 
you can definitely, once you're on property, you can definitely do resort hopping. So, I mean, use that as time to kind of scout out the next resort you want to, you know, check out on vacation. Because Absolutely. There's, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the reason we, you know, we kind of put in here with a Saturday travel day is because Sunday, if you are doing Disney, is a great day to go to Magic Kingdom. Monday is packed for Magic Kingdom. And Magic Kingdom is generally the first park that people want to go to, especially with kids, because that's the iconic park for Disney. Yeah. Um, so we really recommend Magic Kingdom on Sunday. Um, for clients of mine, I recommend going from Epcot one day, um... Or Magic Kingdom to Epcot. Um, the kind of reasoning with this is Epcot usually opens just a touch later. So you're yeah. super busy for Magic Kingdom, especially being first full day. Probably stayed for fireworks. Kids want to sleep yeah. in just a touch. It was, your, it was your first day. You probably overdid it. Your feet are hurting. You stayed out late. You didn't go to bed late. You know, so... Eh, or you didn't go to bed early, rather. So maybe it's, you know, sleeping an extra hour and... and yeah, so, you know, yeah opening for your really epcot. epcot opening now they have guardians of the galaxy so that you know switches things a little bit there with yeah, like that early morning early, yeah. but it is really nice that generally epcot opens just a touch later so you can kind of you know go in yeah. and go through it all and they usually stay open a little bit later as well, well. Gives you time you know okay so you have to wake up early to grab that virtual queue for guardians okay that's great after you did that wake the kids up Walk up to the, you know, walk to the cafeteria or the dining hall or whatever you want to call it. Get your breakfast. Have a nice sit-down, laid-back breakfast. Jump on the bus and then just go at your leisure over to Epcot. Right. Maybe you don't, you know, there's still enough time where you could technically rope drop it and get all that done in the morning and not rush around to get into the park. Yeah. Which is really, Yeah, really certainly cool. depending on the day. It's I mean, we did that in July and it yeah. was great. We grabbed breakfast, hit the Skyliner, yeah. and pretty much our lunch was... Food and wine. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Um, kind of the third day here, if you're wanting to hit Universal as well in your trip, is day three, which in this instance is a Tuesday, you know, for our example here, is hitting Universal Studios. Make sure you get a park to park if you plan on doing the Hogwarts Express. Yes. Um, Universal, with not being as big as Disney, you can, um, you know, hit more things mm-hmm. or a bigger percentage of the park in one day. Again, keep in mind, you're not going to hit everything. Right. So pick and choose what you're going to want to do. Yeah. If you have a really big Jurassic Park person, don't book for Universal Studios. Make sure you do IOA. Yeah, exactly. Um, know where you go. Right. Things like that. Um, the next day is a rest day or resort day. It is a non-park day. One, that saves you on park tickets because we know that those can get pricey. Yes. Two, you've had three Full out days, you are going to want a break. Take it from us. We went eight days straight and did not take a break. Kids were begging us for a pool day. We kept saying, oh, well, you know, tomorrow we're doing this part. And that should be a half a day. We'll be fine. It was not a half a day. Yeah. It, it, it never, I get it. Trust me. Like, I was always of the frame of mind that, like, hell, heck no, like, I don't want to do a resort day. Like I'm paying to be at these parks. I want to be. I'm, I'm paying to be at Disney. I, I want to go to the parks. No, like I. I, I Even I, as I many welcome, times as we've been there. Yeah, I, I welcome resort days now. Absolutely, it's a great way to unwind. It's a great way to recharge, and just you know, hit reset, so to speak, at the middle of your vacation. And it's amazing what that does for morale and how tired everybody is, and just a good day of resting 
by the pool, chilling, having a couple drinks, putting your feet up. It does wonders and completely revitalizes you for the second half of your trip. And the great thing is, is when you book a Disney package, like your room and your tickets all together, you also get a round of mini golf. I actually think you get two rounds of mini golf that are included. So use those free tickets and go do the mini golf in the evening if you want to, you know, on that day. Yeah. So it, it really does give you a good break. Day after your resort day, Hollywood Studios. This is another big, heavy park. We usually, um, you know, for clients, we try and do a very heavy park that's going to have a lot going on, followed by a park that's a little easier. You know, so it's not, I wouldn't recommend doing Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios back to back if you have a lengthier vacation. Now, if you only have three days, you really don't have an option. Right. Um. Because there is a lot in Hollywood Studios, especially with Toy Story and Star Wars. It's easily an open to close park. You can you can spend rope drop to, well, closing. Did you just say rope drop or broke drop? Rope drop. It's not like you said broke drop. I was like, that's fitting. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you could spend, you know, all day there. Um, kind of going in with Hollywood Studios. Um, Phantasmic is coming back later this year. We're Woo! not... We don't know when for sure. It's just been announced for 2022. So keep in mind, if you're wanting to see that, you there's a good chance that you will go open to close with Universal and be, yeah. you know, or Hollywood Studios, I'm sorry, and be there late. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the next day in there is, is Animal Kingdom that we kind of do. This is not necessarily not a full day park. And believe me, we figured after all the years that we've been, oh, well, we can do Animal Kingdom in a half a day. Not a big deal. We'll go to the, you know, pool after we're done with Animal Kingdom. It wasn't a half a day park for us. Well, it's deceiving though too because it also closes pretty early as well. It does. Yeah. And that's what we figured, you know, when we were kind of going through, you know, but with Pandora and walking around and we were able to, you know, get there. We were able to sleep in an extra hour that day and then, you know, we just planned dinner somewhere else that, you know, wasn't. Right going to be in Animal Kingdom. We did a table service lunch. It was still an easier day for us, and that's why it also wasn't a half a day. We weren't rushing around like we were in Magic Kingdom trying to hit everything. Right. Um, Saturday, as we're kind of going through here, that's your last full day, really, in the yeah. parks. Um, we recommend either going back to Magic Kingdom or back to Universal Studios, kind of depending on how your family hits and your interests and things like that. Magic Kingdom is easily in a two-day park yeah uh, for something like this um kind of gives you know best of favorites you can go back hit the things you didn't get to do if you didn't get to hit fireworks the first time around you know hit it your last night you know kind of however you work or you know vice versa do universal hey we only did harry potter the first day we went to universal so now we're going to go back and do everything else right right or you, you know you waited a little longer roller coasters on the first day so you know, you want to run back to Islands of Adventure, try to, you know, hit the net, the second half of the park or whatever it is you need to do. That's just, it's a good day to bat cleanup on Saturday. The right. Last day. Pardon me. The last day on the ground. It's a, it's a good cleanup day to just catch what you missed and what you want to hit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sunday would be your travel day back home. Early afternoon flight is really, you know, kind of the sweet spot there. You do get to sleep in just a touch. You don't have to get up at the butt crack of dawn. But you can still, you know, get back home at a decent time, put the kids to bed so everybody can get to work the next day and, you know, not be quite so hectic. Yeah. Um, friends of ours had an early morning flight the day they were going back. They had to leave at like 
four in the morning. So they had to be up at like two. Um, That'll do it. You know, to get everything in. So long nights. And then they had to be up at two in the morning the next day. So, you know, really, if you can book that early afternoon flight, that's kind of, you know, a sweet spot in there. You can get some breakfast, kind of take your time. You know, by that point in time, everybody's dragging anyway, because Disney and Universal are not restful vacations. No. Yeah, this isn't a, uh, this isn't a week at a, you know, all-inclusive resort where you're, you know, sipping Mai Tais all day on the beach. This right. is, uh, this is, there's, there's, you're getting your for, steps in. Yeah, for a lot of people, this is a, this is a go, go, go yeah. vacation, but it is like mentally rejuvenating to yeah. us anyway. Yeah. I mean, for, for, to put it in perspective, I think we typically average, what, about 20, 20 to 25,000 steps per person per day Easy, for you and I yeah. easily. So, a friend I mean, of ours was shocked when we told them, told him that we walked 30 miles over 30 miles over the course of our eight days. Yeah. So it uh, definitely, yeah, you're, you're putting, you're putting the work in. Absolutely. For sure on these trips. Yeah. Um, so a couple, you know, things that we kind of recommend in your vacation, um, if you can do it is one sit down meal per day, one table service meal per day. Now I know that kind of takes out, you know, time in the park. That's where like the character dining that we talked about in the last episode really comes in handy because then the kids don't feel like they're missing out. You still get a chance at good food, um, a bigger chance to, you know, rest and relax in the air conditioning. You still get some of those characters, which if it hits their favorite characters, like Chef Mickey's, for instance, is a great way. Breakfast at Chef Mickey's on one of your days, you hit your Mickey interaction for the day and then your kids don't necessarily want to, you know, don't care as much about waiting the hour and a half in line to go see Mickey. Yeah. I mean, so really, it, it you know can kind of help all around. Strategize. Right. Um, in the past, they've done, you know, Brown Derby restaurant had a package where if you ate there in the evening, then you got VIP seats for Fantasmic. I have no idea if they'll bring something like that back or not. You know, but something like that. Whenever we would do table service dining, we wanted it to be something extra. Either there was character dining. Or there was something special about the restaurant, like Cinderella's Royal Table, for instance, where you eat in the castle. It's something extra so that we, as well as our son, felt like it was an experience, not just we're taking a break to eat dinner or we're taking a break to eat lunch. Exactly. So it was still adding to our vacation while we took a break. Um, Epcot's, they have fireworks um, in the evening. So does Magic Kingdom. Um, Both do have... um, packages that you can book yeah special Uh, seating areas special dining areas all in conjunction right yeah you know so epcot has rose and crown you eat dinner while you watch their fireworks show magic kingdom has dessert parties and you either eat dessert before after um or during the fireworks they have three different packages and you do get vip seating for the fireworks Mm -hmm. um hollywood studios like i said if they do bring back those um packages for phantasmic that's kind of something that interacts with that you have dinner then you get special seating at uh the phantasmic show so nighttime shows that they all kind of have um universal does a hogwarts castle lighting once it gets to dark um it's really not like a big show the castle just all lights up kind of a changing of the guard kind of thing but it is still really cool to see it's not like a big long show uh kind of thing um, Hollywood Studios also, some of the extras that add on, the big things are lightsabers and droids. Yeah. Um, for those, do your droids first before you yeah. do your lightsabers. Uh, because the, the droids interact with 
the land, the whole galaxy's edge yeah, land. They will area. they will interact with it. And we made the mistake of the droids was the last thing we did in the day. The park was closing and it was raining. And it was raining. So, so we didn't really get a chance to experience that. I mean, was, they did interact a little bit as we're, you know, power walking out of the park right. and you'd hear the little chirps that they did. Yeah. We just kind of wish I'm, we got I'm more. I'm winded and I'm high knee and trying to get through the rain and the weather. And, oh, that's cute. It just chirped. He looks, he sounds nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> right. You know, so um, really, if you're going to do those, do them first thing in the day yep. or do them a little later in like, you know, if you plan on just ending the day at Star Wars, then do them in like early afternoon. But mm-hmm. do your droids so that as you walk around, they can interact with the park. That's part of the big thing with them. And they really do have a lot of personality in them, which we discovered, yeah. you know, later as they were interacting with each other. Oh, scoundrel. Right. And the the <laughs> saber is a great experience. Yeah. It is pricey. Like we said, a lot of this kind of depends on your budget and things like that. That was one of the things we splurged on. But it is a cool experience. They do give you like this case that you go around, and but it is really hard to take that on rides. Right. And it is an experience. You need to remember that. I mean, there's countless videos all over TikTok and Facebook and YouTube and like everything that talk about, you know, these killer like companies that make incredible lightsabers. Um, and and yeah, granted, they blow these out of the water. Right. But they don't give you the experience that doing the lightsabers at Hollywood Studios in Batu does. Right? A good so friend of mine. You remember that you're paying for. Paying for the lightsaber, but you're also paying for the incredible, incredible show and experience. A friend of mine put it in I could not have worded this better myself, so I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it and, you know, give her full credit that she did this. I'm not gonna mention her name or anything on here, just to kinda, you know, maintain her aminity. Animinity. So half credit. Half credit. Sorry. Anyways, so this this was not me. So she was talking about Cinderella's royal table. You know, that she wanted to take her girls, the same friend. When they go, she'll have an eight and a five-year-old little girl. Her husband's not into Disney at all. Um, he's kind of being dragged along. So for him, for Cinderella's royal table, he's not going to want to spend the money on it. That's just, he's more budget conscious. I mean, and she is too, but... That's just not, to him, he doesn't want to spend that for a meal. How she's looking at it, though, is she's not spending that money on a meal. She is spending that money on an experience of going in Cinderella's castle with her young daughters. So just kind of keep that in mind as you're doing these dining experiences, as you're doing droids, as you're doing lightsabers. It's not just $200 for a lightsaber. And we get it. That's a lot. Yeah. It's... $200 that we spent to watch our sun light up and watch ourselves light up. Yeah. When the lightsabers lit up. When the lightsabers lit up (laughs) and have fun. Like we, we didn't feel like parents and adults Yeah, and all the responsibilities we had while we were going through and doing the lightsabers. It was just cool. And it was an experience and something that we recommend because of that experience, not because I have this $200 lightsaber on display in my house. Like, that's not it at all. Yeah. Actually, they're, at the moment, tucked in the closet in their cases until we can put them on display. It's the experience of it. So, just kind of keep that in mind with a lot of stuff is you're, you're paying for an experience, not necessarily a product. Yeah. Um, 
kind of going in their animal kingdom. Uh, Pandora does light up at night. Um, the river ride thing that they have yeah. uh, is pretty cool at night because of all the bioluminescence and things like that. They do have kite tails during the day. Um, safari. Safari is really good to do in the morning. Yes. It's a little cooler. Animals are Animals usually a little more active. Little more active. Um, a client of mine just went, actually. Their son had a blast. Um, they went to Animal Kingdom, um, actually, I think, like, yesterday. And um, I got a call from from the grandmother that said he absolutely loved the safari. He wanted to go back later in the day. But it was great because they were in the morning and, they, you know, more animals were out. And he's a big animal lover, so he was actually able to kind of call out more of the animals before the driver even got a chance to, which was really great, you know, and calling them by, you know, like that's a specific kind of zebra and what kind of zebra that was and everything. And it kind of goes in the last episode, we were talking about Disney cast members being on and like the extra pixie dust and everything. The driver actually called out the kid at the end and said, you know, thank you very much, you know, to this kid, you know, for, you know, helping us spot all the animals and, and things like that. So it just added something extra yeah. to that trip. But he was able to see more animals because they kind of went earlier in the morning for it, which was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, PhotoPass things everywhere. So get Memory Maker. Yes. If you pay for it in advance, you do get um, a discount on it. It's like $169 for your entire trip if you're going for a week. So well worth it. Well worth it. And you get pictures all over the park. So don't be afraid to stop and take the photos because you're going to want them when you get back home. Because quite frankly, you won't remember to take the photos yourself. You're too busy. Yeah. So it's really great. For sure. But yeah, anyways, of course, if you want help planning your own, I'm happy to do that. Uh, Disney or Universal, either one, even if you want just purely a Universal Mm -hmm. or purely a Disney. Shorter, longer trip, whatever it is, is absolutely no additional cost to you for my help um i will you know talk to you and give recommendations on itineraries and things like that and what i feel may be a good fit for your family and what may not be a good fit as far as the extras go um and kind of go from there because you know like we said the the friend of mine that's you know getting ready to go with the young daughters android or the droids and the sabers are not a thing for them right it is not worth the cost for them right um cinderella's royal table that probably is worth it for them you know so kind of things like that for us with our son cinderella's royal table is really not worth it because he doesn't give two craps about cinderella no offense no offense he just doesn't he doesn't care about cinderella that was snow white that i pissed off on my honeymoon he really wants to do the droids (laughs) you know so it really kind of just depends on that but yeah cool all right everybody we're gonna wrap it up i just spiked my pen sorry but we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out the website, travelwithknd.com, and make sure you like and follow us on all of our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that good YouTube. stuff. YouTube. Don't forget about YouTube. More videos to come. Can't wait for that vacation. I am so ready for it. And we're going to have Halloween and on that. Yes. So make sure you check those out. Make sure you like and subscribe on all your podcast services so you can stay up to date with us as well. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.